0: Is it, is it your financial scaries lurking in the closet? Is it, is it the fear about those bills, you know, in your mailbox right now that you haven't opened? Whatever is scaring you financially, we're gonna talk about it. This Halloween, for the first time ever, we are doing a live Brown Ambition YouTube extravaganza where we're gonna be talking about the spooky and scary financial topics that are keeping you awake at night. So come face your fears with us. I will be here, your girl, Mandy Money, along with two incredible guests, Delian Barros from Ask the Money Coach and Mark Russell. If y'all have not met Mark, you are in for a treat. Mark Russell from Better Wallet. They are both joining me live in the Brown Ambition studio for a special Halloween episode. So if you want to tune in, join us Monday, October 31st, Halloween Day at 1 p.m. Eastern, that's 12 p.m. Central, live on YouTube. To follow along, go to youtube.com, search Brown Ambition. That's where we will be showing up live i will see y'all on halloween hey,
1: hey 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 we're back we're black we're brown ambition 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 ambition, ambition. ambition. Hey, 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 how are you? Hey, Tiff. I'm
0: doing just fine, even though I'm not going to lie. I dropped off homeboy at daycare today and I came home. It's one of these rainy days and I crawled into bed and I felt so guilty about it. Aww. I crawled back into bed for an hour, but I just I don't know what I needed. I just needed to sleep a little bit longer. So one of them days. But I have been, you know, working nonstop for a couple hours now. I'm lucky to have a break and get to talk to you.
1: Yeah. So I go to Dubai tomorrow, whoop, whoop. So as a result, y'all, yeah, I, you know, you know how it is the day before your vacation. Everyone's like, so just five minutes of your time. So whatever. I know. So that's been crazy, but I'm excited about Dubai. I'm going with my sister, Carol. She's the mom of Roro and Mimi that you hear me talk about all the time that live down the street from me. So I'm sure they're going to have a heart attack when they're like, you're leaving again. Because they were like, next time you go on a plane, mommy, I want to go. So that's not happening. I'm so proud of her. (laughs) Dang.
0: Yes. Right? Because it was a big deal for her to go to that trip to, with Vegas.
1: yeah, With your sisters, right? And then we also went, she came with me to the team trip to um, New Orleans. So, you know, the kids are sick of her. They're like, girl, this is too much outside. So she's a deadbeat mom. <laughs> is that what's happening? <laughs> no, first <laughs> of all, let me just say, she's probably going to be mad I tell this story. But we, because the kids always want to see pictures when we come back from trips. So we were showing like them pictures of like... Um, I said, um, when we went to go see Usher. And so now we had front row. So at one point, Usher was like, you know, reaching to the audience. And like so Carol reached up and he held her hand full of glass. He sang. And Roman was like, cause, you know, that's her son. He scrolled, he said, uh, I know what that is. I said, what is that? He said, that's romance. <laughs> that's <a> romance. <laughs> When I say oh, out all out of the
0: words of me,
1: that. did he me the full Issa Rae treatment, though? Did you see that video? <laughs> no, that the video was, was like, Issa, Issa Rae? I know. So I was like, you are a lady. Issa now. Issa, like, Issa I mean, I wasn't even that into
0: up. Usher, but I would have. I don't know what. I, I'm so awkward. I do not know what I, <laughs> what I would have done if that had been me. But didn't we all wish it was us?
1: but yeah it was just funny but um no so um so two things one one of my friends denise from high school who i've not seen in forever was like oh we're having like a mid-year reunion it's like 25 years you know we're just gonna meet up at like this like restaurant slash bar and i was like girl i'm not going i didn't go to the 20th i'm not going to the 25th and she's like just come but i ended up going and i'm really glad that i did um, as usual, I was the only chocolate chip, uh, but that's Westfield for you. Uh, but honestly, it was great because I forgot, I'm like, oh, Diane from science class and, and from math. And, and honestly, it was really great. And it was crazy to hear them be like, I'm so proud of you, Tiffany. I'm like, wait, you, you guys follow me? Cause Westfield oh, of is course. really white. Yeah, but <laughs> I was, you know, cause I don't, you know, and they were just they like, you know, to I everybody that's was- our chocolate chip. <laughs> but they were so, I mean, the truth is, I actually had a decent high school experience. I didn't, you know, certainly, you know, there's always stuff in high school. But in general, I enjoyed my high school experience. I wasn't cool, but I wasn't like some somebody who didn't have friends. You know, I was someplace in the middle like the average kid. And and honestly, everyone there I remembered fondly. There wasn't anyone. Well, there was one girl, Nicole, that I used to be so scared of because Nicole was a tough. She was tough. And I used to be like, I don't want Nicole to beat me up. But other than that, and, but she was so nice when I saw her. I was like, Nicole, I used to be so scared of you she was like really and then everyone was like Nicole yes <laughs> um, but it was other than, like honestly it was a, just a really good time and I I'm just glad I want went thank you so much Denise for dragging me out of the house um, but I have exciting news that has a financial spin so I have been open to purchasing another property for myself to live in I just think it's time you know and um but I just said I was just, just gonna start looking. You know, like no real, like because obviously I I have a home. It's paid off. There's no rush, you know. So I started to look, and at first I was like, maybe I want to live in um, like there's there's some really pretty towns surrounding Newark, like South Orange, Maplewood. They're a little bougier. and like Montclair, super bougie. So I went and saw some places, but honestly, a lot of the homes that were in the range that I was initially thinking, like the seven or $800,000 range, were either similar to the house I have now, but not as nice. Or like nice as the house that I have now, but not as big. And so I was kind of like, well, why would I move to less, you know? And then it was like, well, if you're wanting a more upscale house, because that's what I'm feeling like now, this house is very family. It's like a, if you were to come, when well, you come here, Mandy, it's very much like, this is for family and kids, and that was the. That's why Jarell and I, you know, we designed it with that in mind. And now that that's not happening, I was like, I'm. I want to move into the rich auntie phase of my life, mm, which sharp is corners, like I want you to- glass tables, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Bodies. laughs> right? Exactly, right. And so Artwork. I was like, because right, as it is now, any kid can be like, yo, kids. Lo-. Next time you come, you have to bring Rio, and I'll have Roman and Amelia be here because this is like the ultimate kid friendly, but also like adults love it kind of house, you know? And so, um, so, but for the price range in those towns that I was looking at, I was looking at at, at least a million dollars to up to a million and a half, but I was open to that. I was like, okay, I won't, I'll get a mortgage. I'll put like, you know, a quarter down or half down or whatever. And I'll still do that. Um, and because I didn't know that I wanted fancy until I saw one property and like Maplewood or South Orange, it was like 1.3 million. And I walked in and I gasped and I realized I want to gasp when I walk in, <laughs> but it was too big. It was like six bedrooms, four and a half bath. I'm like, for who? You know? And, um, but it made me realize that I, that was a level that I wanted. Then recently, um, my friend Cabrel, Mr. Know-it-all was like, consider a condo. That way, you don't have to worry about shoveling. You don't have to worry about Tiffany, you're traveling a lot more now. So, you don't, you know, there's a, you know, you might have a doorman. And I said, you know, I never thought about that. I'd owned a condo with my first property, but it was like a condo townhouse. So, it didn't feel very condo y, you know, it was. So, but I started to look. And then yesterday, Mandy, I saw a condo that I fell in love with. I was like, wait, I think I'm putting an offer in today. <laughs> I know what that so is. Quick. That's romance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it is. So, one, a few things that I really love is my house was built in 1919. I love a historic home. And uh, many condos are new builds, but this condo actually was built in the 19, um, like the 19 early 1920, I think 1920. So it has very similar features to my home. My house is 2,200 square feet. Doesn't include the basement. So maybe it's bigger, but it's a good size house. The condo is 2,800, like luxury. And it's, it's beautiful. And you walk in and you're like, it's giving the Huxtables. It's giving like Charlotte's apartment and sex in the city. It is so beautiful. And you're I'm not going to lie. I was huge like
0: floral arrangements. Yes, entryway. it
1: was. It's big, but not <laughs> so it's four bedrooms and it includes a separate like it's not in, it doesn't they don't in, they don't uh, consider it a bedroom because it doesn't have a closet. But it's it. it's a separate room that the woman has used um, as like a mini gym, you know? So, um, so it's like five rooms, three full baths and baths and a half bath. The living room was actually bigger than my living room. My dining room is I mean, yes, the living room and the dining room was bigger than my current dining room and living room. The woman who owned it, because that the um the condo is is uh the building is ninety five years old. Um it actually was built to compete with the Delaney in New York. I'm not familiar, but I was looking at research, which is some luxurious condo that they built in the nineteen twenties for like the the rich and the famous back then. So it was built during then. So like when you walk in, it's like marble and panel. And I mean, this is like just the lobby. It has a doorman. He works every day, six to six, so 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Um, now the thing is, it's like, you know, it's and what I love is that it's still in my current neighborhood. So I could still do my regular walks. My friends are still here. Carol and the kids, quite honestly, probably would live in the house where I live now because they live down the street. And I'm like, well, you guys can just live here because I'm not selling this house. Um, I love this house. I just like looking for a change. Now, those are like the pros. The, another pro is that the person who owned it fully renovated it. So even though it's an older building, all the plumbing and the electrical is new in that unit. It's almost like a double unit in comparison to others. And this was kind of on my secret wish list. It has a huge picture frame window that picture frames the city, the New York City skyline. I'm like, I'm not gonna lie, but that's the pros. The cons are. Okay, because it is an older place. One, the association fee is not cheap. So I don't know what's a lot in New York or whatever, but here it's it's twelve twelve fifty a month. So it's like you pay that, but but also include that includes like you know all the maintenance not in, inside your apartment, but inside you know outside every place else, and it also includes your heat and hot water. So I don't have to pay. The, you know the like so when the heat comes out I don't have to worry about that so I just paid my electric bill basically and it includes sewage and garbage removal all that stuff so I just paid the electric bill as far as utilities and the internet if I want it so it's 1250 so that to me is not a deterrent for me and I'm like that's fine the taxes are really reasonable I'm sharing these numbers cuz I don't know what's normal for y'all and I think it's good to hear well, you still I was tax- going to
0: ask do you still pay, pay t- property taxes
1: yes you do oh, so right okay. now in my house now my property taxes last time I checked I want to say it was like 8400 for the year which is the lowest in Essex County. So I don't know what they, what God, are yours? I got to get out of Westchester. Okay,
0: cause 12, here's, 12, I'll give you-
1: 000, last time I checked. Yeah, and honestly, it's like my parents same. pay 14. And I'll say this, that in Montclair, the average is like 20,000. Some people are paying 30,000. So I was yeah. like, girl, you gonna move to fancy Montclair or down the street in Newark. So, and so the, the condo is 7,000, which I was like, okay. So you're 7, looking at- 7,000 a month? Uh, no, no, no! A year for the for the, for the uh, property taxes. Oh, the taxes. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. All right, so gotcha. seven thousand the year for, t- for property taxes. Twelve hundred for maintenance. And so, uh, so I was like, okay. So basically, you're looking at even because I plan I would plan on purchasing it cash. Because I, I, so I first thing I did was I hit up Anjali and said, "What's best?" Because you know me, the cash queen. That's not always best with interest rates the way they're doing.
0: you know, They're not right always
1: now. What's yes. that, like seven percent, girl. So, the, though, so what Anjali Wild. did tell me, she said, well, certainly the ideal would be half down, half, let's put it into the market. You know so they're wanting 539 it was on it was on the market for 575 initially at like some months ago they took it off put it back on and now it's 539 girl I'm not offering that hopefully they don't listen because I don't think so but because I'm offering a cash deal of 475 will probably end around 485 495 that's probably where it'll it'll land you know um so but so I'm gonna offer <clears throat> that in cash you know because it will because if, I mean, certainly I can get them more. Because I asked Anjali, what is best? She said, ideally, I would love to see you put half down, half you know, we could put half in the market. But if you're wanting to get like the best deal, as far as like the overall cost, you know, obviously cash is going to be king and you're more likely to get it at that price range. Now, if they're going to push you for more and you really, really want it, then you can be like, well, it's not cash then we'll do half down. I'll put half in the market. And so, yeah, cause 475 is not, you know, bad. Like literally I had a friend uh, look at it. She was like, cause she lives in Harlem, I believe she's like this in Harlem, you're looking at a minimum of $2 million for this apartment in Harlem. I was just going to say that's seems so reasonable I know for that condo so the the reason I'm sharing this with y'all is because there are as you as you decide what life is going to look like and the things that you're wanting to support the life that you're wanting to get it's like these are huge financial choices as well because certainly Newark is Newark it is much better than it's been but where the condo is there are other like it's one, it's two blocks up from my current house, meaning which is very residential, but it's not on a residential street. It's on a street that has other condos and things like that. So there's, there's a noise component that I'm going to have to to decide if I want to navigate with because it's city living. So you're going to hear some city noise, you know? So it's like the building itself is really quiet. Everybody there is like quiet. You know, I asked a bunch of tenants and they loved it. Most people lived there for like 20 years. You know, and so um, so that's not the issue, but I'm going to hear more outside noise than I would in my super residential neighborhood where I live now, even though it's only like a two block differential, you know. So I was like, OK, uh, so I actually have a call with a friend later on today who lives there to get like a really good indicator of like by noise. What do you mean? Like every day, a quinceanera noise, yeah. like Wu-Tang outside your <laughs> window you noise. spend the night for a night just to test it yeah. out. <laughs> I Well, the thing is, you don't really hear the noise except for the summertime because, you know, people be outside, outside. Yeah, yeah. You know, so like you're not hearing it now. So, you know, so, but I told myself, certainly I can move to a, a, a South Orange, a, a, a Maplewood, a Montclair and pay 20, 15 minimum to upwards of $30,000 annually for taxes for super, super, super quiet, even if it's um, a condo. And I can also pay two to three times the amount for the property, you know, or I can say, because basically I'm weighing the options of what matters to me. Because Anjali and I just came up with like my big magic number of what do I, if I wanted to make $250,000 a year, just waking up and going to sleep, what do I have to be, what do I have to put up? Like, she's like, you don't have to work now necessarily if you didn't want to, and you can maintain your current life. But if let's just say you were like, you don't want to do anything and you still want to yield two fifty then you have some more money to put up you know and i said okay so but that was with the if i purchased a home of for 1.2 million plus but if it, if i do this then I can adjust what I have to do as far as work is concerned. And so there's like this ebb and flow, you know what I mean? Like, do you know, do you go for the fancier and have like the accoutrement, but not be next to your tribe and your family? Do you stay here in Newark where there's some Newark things for sure, but you get it at a price that's like, girl, you can pay for that, you know, out of pocket and you get to be next to family and friends and it's beautiful. And I wouldn't, not that I wouldn't be able to afford this someplace else, but the, financial burden is three times as much. And so that's kind of like what I'm weighing now. I mean, obviously I'm leaning heavily towards staying here in Newark, um, but I just wanted to share that because I was like, it's just like, you know, it's been, Jarrell passed away November 15th of last year. And I can't believe it's been almost a year. It's so crazy. And it's been almost a year. And now it's like, it's like, finally I'm out of the fog kinda. And I'm just like, well, what, what next? And how do I want life to go? You know, and that's that's why I've been, like, really asking myself, how do you want life to go? And, you know, Jarrell was like, he mowed the lawn, he shoveled, he did all those things. And without someone there to do that, it's like, well, what does that look like for you, Tiffany? You know, like, you know, and and also safety, you know, like I come in the house and also nothing's ever happened here, but there's a safety and of being like, as, as the brand grows and I get to be more known, it's nice that the doorman is there and no one's gonna follow yeah. me into my building, you yeah. know? And so 100%. I am just making, you know, these life choices are not just life choices. These are also like financial choices. And I just was talking them out with you guys so you can see like, this is the thought process that I go through. And if you're making your own kind of like life choices, not to forget the finance part of it, you know? Mm. Well, I'm excited for
0: you. I know you've been talking about it, and I feel like you've approached it so thoughtfully and you've given yourself time. You know, isn't there the adage, like, don't make any big life choices after such a big loss like that, like six months or something like that? But you've approached it so thoughtfully. And the thing is, I mean, buying a home at any time is is like always such a loaded, kind of like anxiety inducing, is it the right decision, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like at the end of the day, it's about you make the decision with what, where you are now, with what you want now, do the best you can to project into the future what you may want. But I I also feel like if you decide to change your mind, that those properties will still be there. You can still get your you know, if you want that oceanfront luxury condo on the shore or whatever it is that you want, I feel like okay, house number three then or four at this point. Yes. I, th- I lost
1: track. <laughs> I know. Three. Well, four. I'm selling. Thankfully, you know, the house that Jarrell and I bought together, the rental property. Um, his brother, curr- his twin brother, currently lives there. He wanted it so badly. That the house has been such a blessing because of the way Jarrell and I purchased it and renovated it. And there's no mortgage there. It's literally that house means two people in his family get a home. Alyssa, because the house belongs to Alyssa and I equally, but I'm giving her my half of the proceeds of the house. So that way, when it's time for her to purchase a home after, after college, she gets the home that she wants, wherever she wants to live. But then Terrell, my husband, Jarrell's twin, gets that house that he wanted so badly. He was born and raised in Newark and wants to live there. And plus it's his brother's house. And so it's like this one house gets to provide for two people that he loved the most in the world. So it's been such a... A blessing. He actually just texted me today. Was like, I got a closing date of of December six. So, fingers crossed that it all like you know, moves forward. And he's I'm selling basically it to purchasing him in a way. it from you. Yes, he's going to purchase it directly from me. Was We're it not going to use NACA. So, no, honestly, NACA. It was, it was the too NACA long. program. Yeah, he just was having a hard time with the NACA program. So he just decided to go traditionally. Um, Mm. He was ready. You know, he had his money saved. He has great credit. So and what I what I committed to him is that my realtor, my friend is a realtor. So she's like, girl, I'm just gonna give you advice, but I'm not going to participate. So you don't have to pay any realtors fees. You don't need all that $500. Go go to this, you know, this um, real estate attorney to get a contract. And that's it. You know, Terrell would take care of his own uh, closing costs and things like that, like you know, um, an inspection and things like that. But for you, it's five hundred dollars out of pocket. You know, and I was just like, okay. So, but what she said was, she did comps for me, and she said that home currently, I think when we first finished, it was worth like two twenty. We put, I want to say one eighty into it, maybe one seventy. I think we bought it for ten thousand and put like a hundred fifty into it. So, like, I didn't realize y'all
0: did such a big Reno.
1: Yeah, well, it was a gut. It was cats were living in there. It was. It was a it was a gut. (laughs) After it was finished, you know, we put 150, 160, 170, it was worth 220 as soon as we were finished with it last year. And so now the house is worth um my my realtor friend was like I did the comps, is worth between two seventy-five and three fifteen. So I told Terrell, let's split the difference. And make it two ninety five. Of course, if the um, inspection comes in lower, I'll you know I'm not gonna. But I know it's not gonna come lower because they're building a train station there to the city, New York City, and Lionsgate Film is building a new studio there, so it's not coming in lower. So what I told him is we'll split the difference, and that means you get twenty thousand dollars built-in equity off the jump. And he was like, "Yeah." So it's like such a win-win for everyone. Uh, and I'm not gonna lie though. I mean, financially, I've lost out, <laughs> but Not really, you know, meaning like, you know, I put the money into the house and I don't really get, I'm not getting any of my money back. I mean, I could, I guess, because I don't have to give my half to Alyssa. But to me, it's such a small thing for such a big thing, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, like it's such a small thing as far as the financial, quote unquote, loss to me, because someone was like, girl, you crazy. Keep that house in five years. It's going to be worth double. And I'm like, yeah, so maybe it's worth 500,000 you know, instead of the, the 250 or whatever. But the truth is I make plenty and this this will allow Jarrell's family to start growing wealth on their own terms. And I know he would want that more than anything. And if I never work a day in my life, I'm okay. So more money on top of more money for what sake, you know, like to me, the mantra that always rolls in my head is what is the money for? And it's for things like this, you know? So it just feels like this, like a year later, it just like like it's just it's such a, res- a reflective time of like how far we've all come and where we are now and i feel like he would be really happy about like he how we've come so to this place proud you know and how beautiful that y'all were
0: able to finish it before he passed
1: yes well it was it was like Not maybe like a month it, we, just, we were we we finished maybe like a month after he passed so he didn't get to see it fully finished but mostly you know, and Terrell painted it for us, which was like such a blessing because he, you know, he's a master painter. And so it just was like, it's such just, just a full circle moment. And I was telling my friend Linda, I was like, there are moments that it is the best case scenario within the worst case scenario, you know? And I feel like that's the place I've been living in between, which is like grief and gratefulness. And I used to think you couldn't do both. And it's like, no, I can acknowledge the grief component of it. Sometimes it's overwhelming and crippling, but then right beside it is this overwhelming sense of gratefulness because like, look at all that's been able to happen. I was just talking to Alyssa yesterday. She was like, hey Tiff. I'm like, what you want girl? She was like, when are we gonna get back to TikTok? AKA, I need money. (laughs) And I was like, yeah. Cause you know what I say, you know what? Cause Alyssa has been slacking on that TikTok. And I said, you know what? I told George A, that's not an automatic payment. Uh Uh-uh, she got to put an invoice for those. Mm -mm. And I said, I wasn't going to say anything because I wanted her to learn the lesson of, like, that the well ones dry when you don't do the work. And so, she hit me up real quick, was like, so, I think we should batch record when you get back. I said, I bet. I said, okay. So, I told her, reach out to Rose, my admin, put yourself on my calendar, and we will tape. But I told her, Alyssa, I'm not going to chase you down, that, like, you have to consistently deliver, and she was like, let okay. her
0: know that that's breaking your nothing new in October, November rule. Girl, I know well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: Exactly. So she is. But like, yeah. So, it, but it's just such a blessing that, like, you know, I just would have never thought that it would be, it could be like this still, which is like, me and Alyssa are closer than ever. Me and Terrell are closer than ever. You know, like, you know, like everybody wins. Like, if I get that place, then Carol and the kids get to stay here. And me and Terrell had talked about that, that if we buy another place, Carol and the kids can come here. You know, so it's just the best case scenario within the worst case scenario, you
0: know? Yeah, it makes me think about that book Sheryl Sandberg wrote after her husband passed, option B. You can't have option A, but you, and I think the quote is like, kick the shit out of option B. And I feel like you are kicking the shit out of your I'm husband. Trying, girl, and I mean, in the best way possible. I'll be trying, girl. Some you days are like, oh. incredible. You know, you're incredible, but like, I mean, and it's a journey and it's a process. And it's just, I've, I'm just so always so proud of you. I am as heartbroken because I feel the same way. It's such a bittersweet, but like as heartbroken as I am about Jarell And, and of course, just I know that's where you'd rather be with him. Rich Auntie Tiffany face. Like <laughs> I want the sitcom. <laughs> I want the TikTok channel. I can't wait to see that. I'm so excited for you. You deserve whatever it is that you want that luxury. I'm so proud of you for allowing yourself to acknowledge that you want the nice things and and get it. And hey, if that condo in Newark is what you want, cool. But I mean, I'm all like, if you want that 1.2 milli you know, condo somewhere else and that's what's gonna make you happy. I'm just like, don't let go of that yet either. Um, yes,
1: I'm open. I just told myself- I'm excited about, for you. You know, I'm open and I hope that, you know, BA fam like listening, that you realize that like, when we talk about personal finance, this is the personal part about the finance. That it's not just numbers on a spreadsheet. You know, that like one of the reasons why Mandy and I, we do this podcast is because we want you to have the options to be able to choose even when some choices have been taken from you. It's like, how can I do the best, the best possible thing, you know, no matter what's happening in my life? And that's the power of like taking action when it comes to your personal finances that You get to decide not every aspect of your life, but you get to have a say, you know, you get to have a big voice. And so like, that's why I just share so openly here, because I just know that there's someone who's listening, who is feeling like that can't be me. That's not me. And it's like, but it can be. You know, it can. You know, you might not be able to choose A, but like Mandy said, you could kick the shit out of option B.
0: Yes, nails. Okay. (laughs) That's love. (laughs) Oh, thank you. They came out way more bridal than I wanted, but it was (laughs) too late. I hate getting my nails done. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let me find out, Mandy's getting married again. No, but different for (laughs) that. You would support me, wouldn't you? (laughs) I would. I'd be like, girl, whatever you want. I'm Team Mandy. Sorry, Enrique. I love you, you too. I'm Team Mandy and Rio. (laughs) Thank you. We all need our allies, right? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. Should we take a quick little break and come back with booster break?
1: Yes, we should.
0: See y'all in a minute. Hey, BA fam. This episode is sponsored by State Farm. not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. clear pay, which means that your customers have even more ways to purchase your products. So head over to squarespace.com and kickstart your journey with a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, don't forget to use our link squarespace.com brownambition brown ambition to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Just visit squarespace.com slash brownambition to get your discount today. Remember, your online success story begins with Squarespace. So what are you waiting for? Let's build something extraordinary together. All right, BA fam. And now it's time to boost a break, oh, boost a break, oh, boost a break. <laughs> so Tiffany can get up out of here and go to Dubai. <laughs> Let's do this quickly. We got places to be. What you going to do, Tiff? Boost or break? Or you want me to go first? You decide. Um, you go first. Well, I would love to keep in theme with your the talk we just had about your home, your your home purchasing journey and all of that, because husband and I have been on our own journey to fight our home appraisal. And like I know how much we talk about how black households are undervalued and underappraised and all of that. But in a weird way, I am rooting for my own low appraisal <laughs> because <laughs> our home, because our, our property taxes are cray cray. Like I mm. I want to say they're like between 12 and 14,000, I forget. But with the pandemic and with home values just shooting up, um, our town drastically increased our appraised home value, which drastically increased our taxes to the point where we refinanced our mortgage in twenty 2020- twenty. What, was the summer of 2020 when rates were really, really low. I think we got a new rate at like 2.8 or something crazy like that. And we immediately saved three to $400. And then it was like cute for a few months. And then it was boom, we were back up paying what we were paying before. So I was like, what the heck was the point of that? So anyway, um, and just for anyone who's out there, if you pay attention to your, um, you get like a, what's it called? An assessment. From your, I don't know, your town or uh, New York I is kind of weird heard- We're- you did. Okay. We're in a town and they reassessed our home and it was like a hundred thousand dollars more it was something nuts. Um, and we were like the su- it was all it's always in the spring, and then you have until like the summertime, June-ish, at least where we live, to um to appeal it. And we got our we got our appeal in late. And there's like because we were just busy and I don't know, we just didn't have our crap together. But there's actually real estate attorneys or real estate agents who do this on the side. So they will help you appeal your assessment and go through that process because we put ours in late, which meant we put ours in, in like August or September, there's like a small courts, small court claim kind of situation now. So long story short, we're in this process. I will update you guys. But I think at this point we've paid $500 to get our home reassessed. Um, and the appraisal that we got came in, I want to say like $75,000 under what the town had appraised it at, so, but they're fighting us on it, so, yeah, so now it's in, like, a small claims court situation, so I'm taking a a break for this whole situation, and it's stressful because, you know, 500 bucks for the appraisal, and then the person who we've hired to represent us, he's going to be charging, obviously, a, a percentage of our first year of savings, and don't quote me on this because Husbay has been dealing with it and it's to the point where I think I want to get in there because I was trying to delegate. But he was like, yeah, the guy said he's going to charge us 75% of whatever we save in the first year on our taxes. And I was like, 75 seems like a lot. I, I don't know if he has it all right. I got to figure it out. Yeah, so that's the situation. If you have any advice or you've been through this situation, like, let me know.
1: Well, um, I'll say this, that I'm like I can works ask. Out. So my, um, um one of my friends who lives not far from me, same, they refinanced, was like, woohoo, we saved a few hundred, you know, a few hundred dollars. And then their house got reassessed and they were like, psych, we're right back where we were plus some. So what they did with, and I'll ask her specifically what they did, but they were able to go to the city. They got, so it went from like nine or something like that to 14,000 annually. And so they were able to go to the city and they were able to get it down to eleven. So I will ask specifically, like, what did you say? You know what I mean? Like, what was the process? Obviously, Newark is different, but I don't know what the process was, but I'll ask, like, what was that uh, process like? But I have heard that over and over again, that people have been able to kind of battle back their, um, their taxes. So, so I'll ask and hopefully, you know, it'll be helpful. Um, but yeah, I definitely heard people have had success. So my dad would always say, do they have two heads where there's success for one, there's success for others? So, you know, we're, we're speaking life over that.
0: Yeah, well, I'd be curious really if stressful. they did it themselves or if they hired someone. And if they did hire someone, how did they pay? And how did that all work? Because I feel like we are going to be saving something, but I'm like, man, how much am I paying this person exactly?
1: Yeah. Yes, yeah, sometimes it's hard to be like, to not try to be in the mix and let someone else do it. But if that's your strength, sometimes you got to jump in and be like, hey, attack me, attack me. Yeah, in.
0: I know, I'm a control freak, but I, I just I just don't like no. And my husband is so, uh, he doesn't he doesn't push. You know, I'm a pusher. Like I'm going to ask the same question 11 different ways until I understand everything, which I think is a winning character trait. I think it makes me spectacular at everything. Yeah. But my husband's like, "Why are you being so pushy?" and like, Ugh. "Anyway, but you know, I'm just going to slide into the email and remove him from
1: the CC line. i <laughs> will yeah. never have to know." Yeah, because <laughs> honestly, it's thousands of dollars on the line. So, I'm going to see we're not talking about, you know, the order of cookies from your favorite bakery here. Thank you. I Something mean, you so know be, sometimes there's over. times when it's like, I got to get in the ring, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, you can't you can't let somebody jump your best friend. You got to jump in. <laughs> <laughs> right. See?
0: Justify me. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> All right. What about so, you, Tiff? My, I'm going to do a boost that is aligned, but not the same. So I don't know if I... Well, y'all know that I I helped to craft a law called the Budgetnista Law, A1414, with Assemblywoman Angelina McKnight. And then I had the opposite thing Happened with my house that it was underappraised, and as a result, Angela was like, Well, we can work on a law to make that illegal, and not only to make it illegal, but to make the education of what to do if that happens legal, like mandatory. And so, that's like what. Um, so we were talking about it, and so she drafted the bill based upon our conversation. Uh, I was in Dallas speaking for Chase Banks, so I couldn't go. Um, but she, she was, uh, she went to, she said she had to, um, what does she say? She's like, she was, and she had to basically go and testify, um, you know, I guess at the, you know, the, the I don't even know, Tretton, which is like the law house or whatever. So anyway, the bill passed the, the law assembly, house. I know it passed the assembly committee yesterday. So it's like the first of three steps. It has to pass the yes. assembly committee. This is like I'm just a bill, just a like like uh, like that um schoolhouse rock song. And I then I believe next pill. it has to go to the to the house, New Jersey okay. house, you know. And then it has to go to the Senate. And if it passes there, then it has to be signed by the governor. And if he does sign it, it becomes a law. And if he doesn't sign it, he can actively kind of veto the law by saying no, or he can passively veto the law by just not signing it. But our current governor is um, uh, Phil Murphy. He's a democratic governor. She's a democratic assembly woman. So we hope that they're all in line. Um, so it's really exciting. And she was like, girl, get ready for your new law name. I'm like, ooh, so actually BA fam, what should we call should it? What should it be called? <laughs> like the budget needs to the law? Like what we, what we calling it? Something that's going to roll off. So here's the thing. Stop racist home appraisals. Right? Technically, it's going to be, um, you know, like the, like the law names are like A1414. Like if you were to Google A1414, that's... But Angela allows, because she is so nice. And like um, she allows for me to like, you know, call it whatever. Like as far as like media and press and things to bring attention to it. And it's so like, like I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so um, so it's not like, you know, if you go... To the courthouse. They're gonna be like, oh, you talking about the budget Nista lot They're gonna be like, girl, what is now what is the name? A one four one four? So <laughs> but yeah. so I, you know, yes, I would love some 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 law names. I mean, preferably with the word budget Nista in it, because I mean, if nothing, I'm a marketer. oh <laughs> Yeah, of course. The budget Nista appraisal like, rest. Appraisal lot Yeah. Or something. And so like tweet me at The botanista or at Brown Ambition. Hit me on Insta or hit Brown Ambition on Insta for some law names. Um, Yeah. But I'm excited because honestly, here's the thing. When, because we're claiming it, this goes through, it's not just that it's going to make it illegal to appraise someone's home and to use their race, their sexuality, their gender, whatever as, as you know, part of the reason why you pray. There's no way to really prove that because people will say whatever, but the part that I love, and that's why I said, make this part mandatory, is that it will be that your realtor, once you are like either selling or like, I forget what stage in the buying process, will have to give you an information sheet about the appraisal process and what to expect. And if you suspect that your appraisal has been done in a way that, you know, um, that is reflective of your race, your gender, your sexuality, whatever, here are here's a remedy and recourse. I thought that was so powerful because now appraisals will know, I see you. I know what I'm supposed to expect. And if you don't do what you're supposed to do, here's who I call to report you. Because there there's nothing, it took, it took like weeks of research to figure out well, what do I do when this happens. And honestly, there was still no clear. Like this is what you're supposed to do. And now it's like, no, no, no. Here's who you call, here's how you report that appraiser. Some appraisers were mad. And I'm like, why a hit dog gonna holler? So come from if you want, cause my block game's strong. Because if you're not appraising someone's property based upon those things, what you worried for? You know what I yeah, mean? It makes their job more stressful and, and
0: more over. Like, but that's the point of having yes. watchdogs. That's important. Yeah. Checks and balances.
1: Exactly. What you worried for? Ask so. for a raise. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so <laughs> I'm just excited better. about that. That's
0: a that's a it's a big boost. That's huge. Um, I'm excited too. It's also a good reminder <laughs> that the midterms elections y'all, okay? Ciao. These local official positions like Angela McKnight and the people in the house like all these local level like this is who's in charge of our like the legislation that really impacts us at home. Yes. So if you are not ready for November, what is it now? 4th. When is when's election day? Is it November 1st? Yeah, I think it's the 4th. It's it? like wait, is it like next week? Anyway, it's coming up. It's the fir- it's like the Tuesday <laughs> in November, right? Mm-hmm. It's coming up very soon. Get your asses to the polls, okay? And if you can't be in town, absentee ballot. I'm looking at you, Georgia. Listen, yes, uh, all don't let Stacey Georgia. walk away a loser again. Listen, I will come for you, Georgia. Make it happen. <laughs> I'm so stressed. But uh, yes, please vote. That's all.
1: All right. And that so wasn't So next a time, Don't BA come for me. fam. Actually, we'll see you on Friday for BAQA. Um, if you have your yes. you know questions, you can hit us up. Um, obviously, you can hit us up on all our socials. But if you want to be actually be on the show with us, you can leave an audio note via our um, Instagram account, Brown Vision Podcast. And we will pick and choose and maybe we'll have you on.
0: Yes. And although Tiffany will be in the Arabian sunset, (laughs) as she should be celebrating her birthday and all the things, I will be here next week with a very, very special Halloween episode. We're talking about all the scary financial topics that y'all don't want to talk about. We're making it fun. And I have some very special guests. We're gonna have Delian Barrows from Delian the Money Coach. And we're gonna have Mark Russell, who's my new bestie uh, for Better Wallet. So please, please join us. And most exciting, it's gonna be live on YouTube. So keep your eyes looking, keep your eyes to our email with our, our newsletter this week. We'll have a link to where you can tune in to watch us live on YouTube. Um, so, you know, we'll get that party started, even though Tiff can't be here.
1: I love but it. Don't safe. ghost. Be here. Get
0: it? Ghosts? Halloween? <laughs> should <laughs> yeah. I dress up? I think I might actually dress up. Oh, you I think
1: should. I, I think you I should. might. I
0: think I might have a little fun.
1: That way you guys can like, <laughs> then right. you have to join YouTube <laughs> and watch.
0: Then you have to see what my costume is going to be, <laughs> what the makeup situation is going to be like. All right. Damn it. Now I've said it. So now I've committed. All right. Fine. But Tiff, please right, enjoy y'all. your trip. Get some, get packed. Ah, okay. Know. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Y'all.